This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. I hope somebody's holding you. I hope somebody's loving you. It should be me, but I can get there. I'm Sue from Lifeboat. And Lifeboat are promoting health and well-being, but you take in charge of your own health and well-being by using tools such as mindfulness, EFT tapping, NLP and um, Reiki as just a few examples of the tools that we can use. I thought it'd be a great idea to get on the radio and um, give out some of these tools freely to people, particularly the mindfulness and the meditation tools. Hello. Well, it's certainly been an interesting few weeks since I uh, last recorded my show. Um, something quite interesting happened to me. I actually um, lost my voice, um, which is quite important to me because most of the time that's what I'm doing is talking. Like I have um, well-being classes. I have a bunch of people that I'm talking to then. I have individual clients that come to me for coaching. I do the radio. Nearly everything is involved with talking and um, to lose my voice was quite a bit of a challenge for me. Um, Those people that actually know me personally are probably going, oh yeah, that would be difficult. And those that you don't, I'm sure if you've been listening to the show, that you would know it's difficult for me to go without my voice. It happened very quickly sort of as well because I was actually in Auckland and I'd done a, a, a class that in the morning and, and that had gone fine. And in the afternoon, I'd noticed that the voice was getting a little croaky. And then by the time I'd finished that first day, it was really croaky. And I decided that I was just going to rest that night because I had a class the next day. And I woke up the next day and it was literally like hardly anything. It was really croaky and it, it was really hard work. Fortunately, I had somebody with me on the second day, so he was able to take the second day and I was like his silent partner, which is kind of fun, really, and meant I couldn't interfere as well, so he was probably quite happy about that. And then I flew back and by the next day, all I had was really a whisper, um, which I found extremely challenging. It's like so much like I want I want to go to the shop and get some things I didn't even want to go to the shop because people would try and talk to me and I'd already realized I really had to stop talking um, I was getting better at texting because that was all that I could do was actually text people and that was my connection with people was actually messaging them so see how important the voice was it also taught me a bit of a lesson about you know, about that, I, like, I love that serenity prayer about give me the courage to change the things that I can change, the serenity to accept the things that I cannot, and the wisdom to know the difference. And this was something I couldn't change. I mean, I had to cancel all of my work and all the things that I normally do because I really didn't have any voice, so I couldn't do anything about it. And I had to rest up. And so um, I did lots of meditations and took a lot of my own medicine and listened to a lot of my own 
talks and meditations over the time to try and help me with this and learnt a lot about the throat chakra as well, which has been quite interesting. Anyway, a big thing that I did learn as well also is that everything does pass. I mean, yeah, I'm still a little croaky today, but each day is getting better and better now. So no matter what's going on and how difficult that might be, it's quite a lesson to know that even something like that, it, it is going to pass. So isn't that where hope comes in? Anyway, so that's me rattling on a bit. So the guest that I've asked to join us today is actually Charlie, who does the recording here at Plains FM, and he does such a marvellous job. And so I thought you might like to hear what he sounded like. So welcome, Charlie. Oh, thank you very much, Sue. Does it feel odd being on the other side? It does, a little bit, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's quite scary, isn't it? <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. it is. But I definitely enjoy uh, always your show, always recording it. I actually, you've, you've seen me, I take my, my personal time to also do the meditation. Yeah. Sometimes you have to wave your hands at me to <laughs> remind me that I'm actually recording. <laughs> yeah, nice, yeah. I think that... Um, like I was an anaesthetic tech for quite a few years and I remember the first time having to have an operation, <laughs> being on the other side and all I kept going, this is horrible, I'm not liking this one bit. <laughs> yeah. It was so funny being on the opposite side. <laughs> so I just wondered, because um, like, we've been talking about hope in the last few months and you've heard all my guests coming in and, and talking about hope. Yes. What does hope mean to you? Hope to me means being able to focus on good times even if you're not uh currently living them yeah i think that's yeah nice. i think that's how i would put it i think in a personal experience to me i i related a lot to my family and the hope of seeing my family again because it's been a while uh, mm -hmm. since i've been here in new zealand so it's just sometimes I'm, i miss them and i start to get a little bit sad but then i say no nah, uh, instead of feeling this i'm i may just project to how am I going to feel when I see them again see them. and that's the hope for me yeah, yeah. How, how long has it been since you've seen your family it's been five years five years yes wow. that is quite a long time isn't yeah. it yeah I mean of course we see each other through zoom and we talk every week but it's quite yeah. different it's uh, not quite the same yeah. is it so you, you cannot virtually hug somebody no no <laughs> yeah. it is I, I think sort of during um, uh, lockdowns particularly that it was that human contact that yes. people know. Yeah, it was great. You know, we could talk to people on devices and that, but you really can't. Nothing can replace actually that actual human contact, can yes. it? Really, no. <laughs> so, have you got any plans to catch up with them again soon? Or? I do actually. Yeah. So uh, next year on May, it's my sister's fortieth uh, birthday. So nice. we are all doing a big effort because we live all over the place. I have another sister in the states, and nice. my parents are in Colombia. Uh, I have another sister in Colombia, but she doesn't live in the same city as my parents. We're all <laughs> over the place. That's it. So we're all going to try to do like a big effort to be together for the 40th uh, birthday of my sister. Nice. That's yes. exciting. Yes. That's hope. <laughs> yes, yes. That's hope. Exactly. <laughs> so I, I'm not sure whether you've actually thought about this, but um, have, you, have you got a song that um, you would particularly think that sort of gives you hope or, or is a sort of hopeful song? Can you think of one or...? Yes, actually, um, I, I think that there is an artist, he's an Uruguayan artist, and I think all of his songs are quite happy and, and hopeful. And 
There is one that is called uh, stalactites, which means uh, stalactite in, in Spanish. Yeah, oh, nice. Is that up or down? Uh, stalactite, up. I think, is up. the one that is pointing oh, down. Down, down yeah. yeah. And, st- and a stalagmite. Is, yeah. yeah. I always get them mixed up. So yeah, I was like, which one's which? Like left and right, and I have to do like an L shape with my <laughs> left hand to remind me. <laughs> I once go. went to um, a, a, a Tai Chi class. And uh, I got completely mixed up with left and right there. And it's like a mirror image. So I was going totally the opposite way to everyone else. So, yeah. Oh, that sounds yeah. Oh 
So I was um, just thinking about, like, we've had a few conversations about things and what kind of things that you like doing in your spare time. Yes. And I believe that you like a game that I know a little <laughs> bit about. Well, what's that, Charlie? Oh, yeah, well... Honestly, really, every role-playing game, but specifically Dungeons and Dragons. Nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it is yeah. one of my biggest hobbies. Yeah. yeah. Do you play like the Dungeon Master? Or? I I have a couple of games that I run as the DM, uh, as the Dungeon Master. But I think it's uh, important for me to keep enjoying always the game to play as a player as well, because the Dungeon Master has a lot of responsibility. That's right. Yeah, yeah, I would say. Sometimes so. you just want to sit and relax and hear the story. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, definitely. I try to do a little bit of everything, to yeah. be honest. Yeah. Do, do you think you could perhaps get something on the radio going with that? Is that a possibility, do you I, think? I do have some plans uh, that I wanted to come to bring here to Plains FM. Um, one of them, I've realized that it's going to take me a little bit more time because it depends on the other people that I'm playing with. Um, but there is one show that I have wanted to start here for a while which is just trying to break that learning curve of a role-playing game. Mm. I remember that for the longest time they interested me, but I just didn't want to have to sit down and read 15 books that look like textbooks. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> um, I eventually got over that. <laughs> uh, but I do think that that's still quite a big um, barrier for a yeah. lot of people that want to play. Um, yeah. They just don't want to read that m amount of rules and books and things that are a, a bit confusing if you are quite a newbie. Uh, so I think um, an, like an audio book or, or like a, a, a slow read and explanation of the books could be like a really good way to to get people engaged. I try yeah. to look for audiobooks for a long time of that because I, yeah. I, I said maybe if I'm hearing it and reading it, something clicks and it's easier to understand but I just couldn't find any audiobooks whatsoever oh okay yeah, so, that, yeah that's interesting because you know I like um, I learn a lot like audio so I like to listen and yes. I find that I can absorb better like you from listening and pretty much what you've just said like I was yeah. quite interested in the Dungeons and Dragons and I, I love role play and things like that so but again it was just like my daughter produced all this stuff and she goes there you go and read that and I, nah yeah, so <laughs> but, many texts yeah. and so much stuff yeah. yeah but having something like audio that I could listen to I'm sure that I would take in a lot more from that but, yeah definitely um, definitely I used to interrupt my, my book reading uh, by just like searching random videos in YouTube yeah. that would explain to me the same concepts that I just uh, read. Yeah. Because, yeah, it's it's quite a, yeah it, yeah, it 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 takes a while to get your head around it and realize when you have to act uh, thinking about logic and when you have to leave logic out the door because no, yeah. not everything in the game can be based in logic, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. As, as simple as having a long rest, right? Your character can be... Um, after a big battle and they're beaten up and they just have an eight-hour sleep and they wake up as new. Like, yeah. that's not, like, logic. real life. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, it might be. <laughs> but, yeah, you just have to suspend logics at a point to be able to enjoy it as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's quite cool having that mixture, really, um, of logic and creativity and, and be able to push those limits. You know, yes. I think that in today's world, anything that, does that is is so important you yeah know, and, definitely um, i think the thing is about D D is it's kind of become timeless really hasn't it yes you know like i'm quite a bit older than you 
little bit. And um, <laughs> it would have been a board game. Yes. You know, and now it's like online. And yes. I just think that's, that's awesome. Yeah. Do yeah. you ever get together with anybody and play it with people? Or do, you, do you have the opportunity? Or? Yes. So um, I used to live in Wellington before here, and I'm still in touch with a couple of groups that I used to play there. We play, I play each Sunday with two groups every fortnight. So one Sunday with one group and one Sunday with another group every single Sunday uh, online. But here in Christchurch, I have two games that I'm running. And this Sunday is going to be Sunday morning. This is going to be my first time joining a face-to-face group here as a player, which I'm really looking forward to as well. (laughs) Oh, that's good, isn't it? Yeah, Yeah. because there is something also, again, about doing in person again you know it's yes. great online's fine and uh, nothing against that um, but good to have a bit of a mixture of the both I feel yes I yeah. had never tried it online until the first lockdown oh, okay. of course yeah. I was desperate not doing anything in my house yeah. we might as well just give it a try now what I found was that it because of the attention uh, spasm you know and everything what I what I noticed was that if if I'm online and it's only voice, because sometimes it's just voice, it's not yeah. a video. It takes way much effort to me to pay attention of what's going yeah. on and not start um, paying attention to other things yeah. that are going around. Yeah. 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 So that is a little bit of a challenge. And the other aspect I enjoy about the end is just the social aspect, you know? Social. So- sometimes you just stop playing and talk for 10 minutes while yeah. you're just eating some snacks. And, yeah. yeah. What I like about it is um, being a mindfulness teacher is that you have to be present, you know, and yes. like you've just said, your mind wanders off where you look outside and, you know, it's all about mindfulness is about being present and yeah. the other part of it is showing the compassion and yes. and I can certainly see that in D&D, so um, yeah, definitely. I have made myself a character, so maybe I'll do a little bit more work yeah, on that. Yeah, yeah definitely. It sounds definitely. fun, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, um, I mean, one of the beautiful things that I... Um, think everybody loves about this game is that it's one of the very there are more games like this but this is a very game a, a game that has a specific purpose on not making the players compete with each other yeah it's it's, it's all about cooperation cooperation yeah which yeah. i think is absolutely great yeah a different approach to to solving issues in life you know yeah like we grow up with sports with um i don't know um spelling bees math contests mm. everything is competitive yeah. everything is competitive and then you get this beautiful creative exercise where it's just everybody just sitting in a room telling a story together you know yeah. everybody creating and everybody just thinking about how to overcome a problem that is in front of you at the moment yeah Co- in a co- cooperative way yeah and uh, uh, and listening to your talk there i mean that's what majority of the time I'm going around teaching people exactly you know in, in a different way it's like well we can solve this but we can solve it a whole lot better if we all kind of work together and I use role play a lot in that as well you know like yes. we'll set up a little bit of a story yes. and we'll see how we get on and first sometimes I do it and I don't give them any like tools or instructions and we just go off and do it so that we totally make a mess of it right so that then we can come back and go Okay, so how about if we added these tools in? Now let's see how it goes. Yes. (laughs) And to watch the difference then, it's amazing. But, you know, I always think that I often learn more from my mistakes (laughs) than I do from what I get right. Oh, yeah, definitely. And just that that cooperation, I think, uh, in the world today, 
that's how, how we're going. And I'm, for one, really happy about that. You know, I think that that is the way to go. Yeah. Two, for people to be working more as communities, more collaboration instead of dog-eat-dog dog and competition. Yes. Let's actually start yes. working together and seeing what we can make together. Yeah. There was this, um, in the UK, there's this thing called PHA, uh, People's Health Authority or something it's called. And these are health hubs that have got together all over the country. Well, it's all over the world now, apparently. And they're just setting up these little health hubs and they're encouraging people from all kinds of modalities to come and work together and, and build better health choices for people. And right. I think things like that, that, you know, it is the way forward. People, instead of like, you know, like maybe a couple of similar practitioners in competition with each other, yes. actually coming together and saying, OK, there's enough people that need these things. Let's work together. Yes. Uh, and, you know, we can work smarter. And it sounds like D&D is trying to do that as well. So definitely, I think that's pretty I, awesome. I think you see the evolution in the uh, newer board games that not all of them have a competitive approach. Yeah. Uh, I was actually playing one with a friend not long ago, Uh, I think it got released before 2020, so it's just a coincidence that the name is Pandemic. But, <laughs> but it's actually such a cool uh, cooperative game, and I enjoyed it quite a lot. I mm. think there's a lot of value in cooperation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. And, it, and I think every single school should have a role-playing or D&D club. Yeah, yeah. I agree, yes. definitely, yeah. <laughs> and, and I think, like, um, you look at Planes FM itself, really, again... That's like a collaborative and lots of people working together um, to make something quite special and, mm. and to be able to encourage all these people that make all these shows and small minority groups as well. I think that's pretty awesome. So mm, yeah. I, I want to thank you for oh, no. doing what you do. <laughs> and I'm sure there's a bunch of people out there that, that would agree with me. Oh, thank and, you, Uh, thank you for coming along and, uh, and talking to us My today, pleasure. Charlie. Thank you very much That's for really inviting cool. me. Yeah, no, thank definitely. So that was awesome. I really enjoyed um, learning about D&D, &D and um, I'm sure that my daughter's going to enjoy this podcast as well because she's a, quite a big D&D &D fan as well. Um, so when I was talking about the loss of my voice and, you know, me not being able to do anything about what was happening at the time and just waiting my way through it, I was kind of thinking about that this morning. So I got up this morning to hear all that rain and wind and it was pretty wild out there today. And I thought, actually, I can't do anything about that either. So maybe I'll just stay here nice and warm and, and cosy and then it's going to pass. And then I'll, I'll go out. And sure enough, later on when I went out, it's beautiful out there. Like the hills are all white and it was just gorgeous. And I was just kind of thinking about that, you know, when you're, Like in a storm, then, you know, like you get in the center of it and then you just sit there quietly and you just kind of observe what's going on. So stuff might be flying around and, and things might be happening, but you just kind of sit centrally, quiet and still and you can kind of just let all those things go on. All those things just kind of fly around and, and you just be observing them and, and not really getting involved with them. And I think that today, that's kind of what we've got to try and do, is a little bit just maybe either step back, sit down, or sit on your eagle's perch even, and just watch the storm and watch what's going on 
and just quietly sit with it and know that it's going to pass and it's going to be beautiful again and maybe some things might fly off or move away. Don't try and grasp at them. Let them just go. You may not need them anyway and it doesn't matter. Just let the things go. So, if you wouldn't mind now, just sitting still, wherever you are. Of course, if you're driving or operating machinery, don't do the meditation. But listen to the song. Maybe have a little think about what I've just said and what that might mean to you. But those of you that can, just sit very still or lie very still. Just feel where you might feel the support right now whether that's under your feet or whether it's something that you're sitting on or lying on and just gently drift into that support. And as you breathe, feel where you're breathing deeply, like all the way down to your stomach if you can. Feel where that breath's going so that you can feel the core of you, the centre of you, and where you're connected to the ground and where the core of you is. And this is your space and everything that's going on around. You can just observe it, just very quietly. So I'd just like you to take three big breaths now in through the nose and out through the mouth. And as you breathe out through the mouth, just a little sigh. And again, in through the nose, hold it, and gently out through the mouth. More, in through the nose, hold it, and gently release. When I find myself in times of trouble, Mother Mary comes to me, speaking words of wisdom, let it be. And in my hour of darkness, she is standing right in front of me, speaking words of wisdom, let it be, 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 whisper words of wisdom, let it be. And when the broken-hearted people But though they may be parted, there is still a chance that they will see. There will be an answer. So I hope that you enjoyed it. And I was trying to think of a song that sort of felt like letting things be as they were. So I thought the Beatles with Let It Be was quite apt for today. And I hope that you enjoyed that. And once again, I'd like to thank Charlie for joining us today. And um, we'll see you again next time. For all your first aid and CPR and wellbeing at work programmes and training, please contact fatco.nz. That's F-A-C-T-C-O dot N-Z. You can contact them at training at fatco.nz or 03-365-3556. The fact is, 
you can save a life. Come home, home is wherever I'm with you. Oh, home, let me come home, home is wherever.